This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are here live at the Zoomerplex. This is a show all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. This is Consignment Heroes. I'm here. I'm Bogart Kenny. I'm here with my dad. And uh, we are here experts about Your antiques. dad, Paul Kenny. D- dad, Paul Kenny. Yeah, you have a name too. Um, this, this show is all about um, getting rid of stuff, getting more stuff, getting a value of your stuff, somebody else's stuff, your friend's stuff, anything that's been sitting there and that you think that has a value. Uh, we are here today to get through those. Like anything to do with, like we're talking about toys, furniture, video games, comics, signs. Well, guards, is a call-in show. No, it's not. Shouldn't and you then give we're going to do pottery, silver, costume, jewelry, furniture, uh, gold, silver, coins, stamps, hubcaps. I, you know, even the music. We have albums. The, the, if you have anything and you want to get an appraisal on, yes, you can call in. You can call in live right now. We are live for the next about hour. Um, to talk about your stuff. and 55 minutes. You've used five minutes up without telling the people what the phone number is. Uh, are, you new, are you new to the show here? No. Uh, okay, okay. that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, if you do want to call in, um, the number right now, live, it's, it's different from other numbers that we're going to give you later in the show. There's, a, there's, there's numbers for uh, our real estate agent. There's numbers for our, t- there's numbers for our actual store. There's, there's my dad's personal number. Then... Well, we can get the number right now if you want to call in. So this is the most important number for the next hour. So this number right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. I understand it's a very nice day out there. People are outside probably picking and getting antiques because they want to get a tan while they get some items. You should say the number slower. And tell people to get a piece of paper and a pen. They'll, they'll come around again. No, no. You know, it's, you know, people might be sitting in their cars, if you're sitting on their porch, you know, they might just have gotten their coffee and sit down and then they'll go get a pen, they'll get a paper and then, then, then they'll call in. You it's going to be that kind of a show, right? It's going to be that kind of a show. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the show and people, I want one person one day, we had Rick a couple weeks ago, go out to Aberfoyle or to Clapson's Corners or to Southworks. These are my buds out in southwestern Ontario all along the 401. Aberfoyle Antique Market's open from 8 o'clock in the morning. So now you've missed some of the best deals. And But now the, the dealers are getting desperate, so you can make some deals with them. Now that's at Highway 6, just north of the 401. It's about a mile, I guess, from the north, of, I should say kilometer, north of the 401. And uh, Or my friends at Clapperson's Corners, which is just south on Highway 6 near the Dinosaurs, or out in Southworks Antique Mall, and that's inside, air-conditioned. All of these places have tons of free parking. 
Tons of free parking. And this is a great day for a drive, and you can put us on AM 740, and you can follow us all the way out there and listen to our show as you're going out to get some antiques. If you're out there and you don't know, want to know if something's a good deal, I welcome the call because this, uh, this show is about helping people not get ripped off both ways. If someone comes in and offers you too little for something or if you end up paying too much for something. But remember my friends out there. Now, this week, gold, did you know gold is at uh, its all-time high in Canadian money, I think. It's $1,840. So people per are bringing ounce. in per ounce of Canadian money. So this week, you don't often see this on uh, those uh, uh, business shows. They'll give you the U.S. price. But because the Canadian dollar is so, such a bad ratio okay, with the American dollar, it's $1,842 right now. So I have a question because someone asked me this. Actually, a lot of people asked me this. So when you're talking about American and Canadian dollar for what you're paying for gold, so say mm-hmm. gold for Canadian is eighteen forty, yep. and American is sixteen fifty. No, right, hold on, whatever, 13, whatever. Okay. If you're paying, you're correcting on that. Okay. It was I just give you an example. You correct okay. me on an example. If that if that's the case, now are you paying American for American silver on American dollar? Or are you paying American money for the same thing? For we're Canadian? paying we're paying the equivalent in Canadian. No, I'm saying money. if somebody is going to buy, like if they're going to buy gold, right? Yep. And you have a, a a price in Canadian. Yep. And you have a price in U.S. Yes. Are you buying the same thing? Yes, exactly. So okay, so it's just the exchange rate then. Yes, it, that's why silver and gold are both protections against um, uh, currency fluctuations. Because we're giving the exact amount. If it, if when we figure out what we're going to sell it to you for, it say it's fourteen hundred and three dollars U.S. and that is eighteen hundred and forty dollars Canadian. We're giving the exact amount. We're not making money on the currency exchange. Some places make money on the currency exchange. We don't do that, and we'll buy it or sell it that way. Now, people should be buying right now. Should be buying silver. It's ninety to one ratio. I'm not going to get too technical on it, but. Gold is at an all-time high right now. So if you're going to sell gold, it's a good time. And later on the show, we're going to give you the price per gram. So if if you're off going to one of these, um, uh, if you go to your local gold shop, or if you could, heaven forbid, you go to one of these Legion halls where this this company comes in with a great big spark and big, great big colorful ad, and they say, oh, we're going to pay you this and this and this. They're not paying you enough. They're paying you $5 for silver dollars, and that's not enough. Okay, nothing against legions, but people think that you're going into an establishment like this, that these places come in, they rent the legion hall, they have four or five guys in colorful shirts, and they'll come along and they'll buy your watches and your cash and your your gold, your silver, um, and your sports cards and your comics, and they're not paying a fair price. This is when I, which this show is about second opinions. I want you to get second opinions. It's very, very important. Like this week, we bought, person went and got a second opinion. And they're going to get around 43000 for some gold instead of 36000 for gold. Well, that's a big okay? difference. That's a big difference. No, but, but I mean, that's what you're supposed to be doing. There's a, some people don't, some of these shops don't think you're going to go anywhere else. And we're giving the second opinion on this, okay? So we're going to be giving the price of gold on later today. Um, but I also want to talk about... Um, Selling your house. Okay. This is what what we mainly do is we help people. We did one we did two houses this week. Okay, well, we, hold on. Before before you get into the house yeah. thing, if I you know, if people have items in a house they want to get rid of, not necessarily the house. Yeah. So people aren't ready to make that step. Okay. Like they're still like 
you know, I want to get rid of this cup and saucer. Um, we, we do that type of stuff. We still get rid of all the contents in your house, right? So if you, if you want to call in and find out, you know, oh, like I have like this entire room I want to get rid of, not necessarily the whole house, just a room or a couple rooms or the whole house, we can deal with that. Or if you just want to have an idea what those things are worth in, in, in that house, you can also call us right now. Like our, our number live to take your phone call, get appraisal for stuff right now is 416-360-0740. Uh, she got a pen, she got a paper. It's that time that we, we give it the information. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 740 I can't wait till you're a Zoomer. And you're going to be asking people to do a little bit slower. Can you say that a little slower for me? Okay. You're a Zoomer in training. Well, you got a lot of training to go. Okay. On, uh, but I'm saying about these houses, and it's, it's in this case here, it's, I know it's, we know it's a big decision to get rid of your house or, or, and the stuff that's in it and make a lifestyle change. But people, you know, I, I think about this. People in Toronto, I, sometimes I hear people, oh, I'm so unlucky. If you own a house in Toronto, you are a very fortunate person right now because if you're at an age where you're 85 years old and you want to go traveling or something like that, you can sell your house and you can make well, a house that you bought in 1940 for $35,000 to sell them for $2 million. Guess what a house in Memphis, if you buy, if you were in Memphis, Tennessee, and you had a house for 35000 you bought in 1970, you know what it would be worth today? What? Maybe 35000 Okay, not enough to retire on. But in Toronto, house prices have gone so crazy that you can actually have a lifestyle change. But we take the stress out of it, and we know it's a hard thing to do. It we know that that decision to get rid of the house because you're you're going in a different phase, or or you might be getting rid of the house to go traveling, or just to to get to get rid of some of the work. And like I say, the other thing about kids, uh, if you're gonna, it's never a problem dividing up cash. Can be a problem dividing up a house. But it's never a problem dividing up cash. Okay, well, speaking of selling houses yeah. and cash, um, we have Rick the back on the line. Already? Already. Okay, we can talk Hi to him. Hi, guys. How you doing? How you doing? I was just I'm talking about great. this. Yeah, I know. It's an excellent topic. and It's something I wanted to talk about as well, too. Uh, I had a call this week from someone in a panic. Uh, yeah. They listed their home with uh, a family member or a friend or something like that, and it wasn't selling. Mm-hmm. And uh, they needed for it to sell, and it just wasn't selling. And the and I said, you know, I really can't talk to you about it because you're under contract with someone else. Yeah, uh, talk to your agent, and they said they've tried, and they're basically ignoring them, and they're in a panic because they have to sell. They're they've bought something somewhere else, and they could end up being in real trouble. Yeah. So it's so important, and I know you stress this, uh, stress this to your listeners and your clients how important it is to get that second opinion. Yes, Because that second opinion could save you a lot of money or even make you a lot of money. Because not only do we come in and assess the value of your property, but we recommend ways that you can increase the value of the property. And if, if you're overwhelmed and if you need help getting the house ready for sale, we're there to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they can contact you, get you in there and help them get their stuff sold, get their stuff out of there. Uh, you know, we come in, we appraise the because if you don't appraise the property properly, it's going to sit there. And if the people get desperate enough, they end up giving it away because it wasn't priced right or the agent just listed it and didn't care what happened afterwards. What's the average so, price of a house in Toronto right now? 
Oh, depends where, but uh, considerably north of a million dollars for anything, for anywhere you want to. And a lot of neighbors are north of $2 million. So uh, you're right. A house that might have sold for almost next to nothing 30, 40 years ago is like a, a money-making machine today. Mm-hmm. Um, the money that houses are getting today, and we went through a little bit of a slower period last year, but things have turned around. Uh, properties are selling, properties are getting more money, uh, but you still have to price it right, yeah. and you still have to get it ready for sale, otherwise it will sit there. Well, if you don't sell it, you don't get paid, right? That's we the bottom paid, line. And uh, worst case scenario, now let's say you are someone that has moved on or downsized and you've bought something, and now you want to sell your home, and can you imagine now your house isn't selling? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're unable to close because you've bought this house, and Assuming that, well, you know, whoever you were going to get to list your house would sell it in in uh, in a timely fashion, and and they didn't. Yeah. Now what do you do? No, no, I understand. That's what we try and get to say. It's if we use time properly, we can always make a bit more money. Like I say, just getting the house. We we cleared out two houses this week. They'll be on the market on the twenty seventh. Okay. Right. And it's mm-hmm. it's just what we did this week. It's just uh, clearing out the houses, and we expect more next week. But you have to get them ready for sale. But, uh, but I'm Absolutely. saying sometimes um, the Zoomers out there and our clients need a little bit of a kick. I mean, they're thinking about selling next couple of years. And I mean, like I say, why not sell the house? If you're getting $2 million, then take a trip. Take a trip with yeah. your kids. Take a trip yeah. with your kids and grandkids. Maybe just take a trip with your grandkids and leave your kids behind. Go to the Great Wall of China. <laughs> steal a brick. I mean, yeah. go to the Great Wall of China, steal a brick, and bring it home. Yeah. That's yeah. And then that's an experience. Turn your yeah. turn your grandkids into accessories of a crime. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. saying you should go and enjoy life as well. There's so much yeah. stuff to do See, out we, there. You've basically now become a millionaire. Yes, you sold your house and I've become a millionaire. And now the problem is how to spend that million. Exactly. How what to a problem? It. I wish I had that problem. <laughs> so, Rick, what's your phone number? Now, people can get it. Anyone who's out there wants to get a hold of Rick and get a hold of Rick through me. Okay. They can get a hold of me through, uh, through you. Absolutely. If they want to call you, let them call you because this way you can talk to them as well and, and, and stress the, the importance because the service is free. Yeah. Us coming out to look at your home costs them absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. It's the best deal you're ever going to get. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, no. And but yeah. what's your number there too? Just tell me. Uh, my, my number is 416 Yep. 258 and they can call you today. I know, you know, some is you got to make these decisions like quitting smoking. You just got to make the decision yeah. to do what you're going to do. And then we can exactly. take all the stress out of it. Okay. Right. I know Absolutely. you're busy today. That's why you called me earlier. You said, Paul, I can't, I got an appointment later on, but people can call <laughs> you on your phone now. Right. Right. Okay. And I'm going to talk Perfect. to you later on because I'm, this is an important thing. I says, how many people are out there? And they say, I just can't do it. And it's just, and then they'll realize how much less work it is if they're in a condo or if they're more relaxed or move in with your kids, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, for I got sure. a lot of kids are going to be mad at me tomorrow. Okay. Exactly. Thank you, Rick, Perfect. and I will talk to you Thank later you. on. Have a great day. Have a great show, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Now, this is important about the idea. I want. We sold a cup and saucer this week for $450, Okay. We got a cup and saucer. One cup and saucer. Got it. I picked up three at a garage sale about two weeks ago. Someone obviously doesn't listen to my show. And that's why people got to tell, even if you listen to your show and you got a neighbor, tell them to listen to our show. Because I went up 
And they were, I was out on, uh, the Saturday morning car garage sale and they were out there for like, I think, uh, $10 each. I didn't have the heart to talk them down on it, but one went for 450 Now, if they employed me, if I went to someone's house, I would tell them to put on consignment or I would have paid them $200 for this cup and saucer. We got $450 for one cup and saucer. I don't even know where it's going. We have another one on right now that's at $140 that someone who listens to our show is putting on consignment. So would you rather get 100% of $10 or 65% of $440? Do you need a calculator to figure this out, Bogart? No. Okay. So this is this is what this show is about. We're trying to tell people, and the cup and saucer rule is easy. It's usually Ainsley or Paragon. Think of those two names. Copy them down, please. And the more white you see in the bowl, the worse it is. The more flowers you see inside, the more color you see, the deeper the colors, the cobalt, the more gold you see, it is worth a lot of money. I don't mind helping people out on this, okay, because we make our consignment. They put them into our show. We were, we're mainly a consignment shop. But if someone's going to sell it to $10 to any stranger who comes along, I might as well buy it as well. Now, there's another thing, another auction this week we saw someone in a – they say, well, I'm putting in stuff into auction. Not all auctions are created equal. Someone this week, I saw the results, sold about $120,000 in comics at $20,000. It was a reputable auction house, great auction house. I can't really complain about it. I mean, I should, I didn't get any of it. But the idea is that they did not get their full money. Our advice, if they'd used us for one hour, they, I would have told them where to send this what to do first, how to set it up for sale, and how to get the most money. But they literally threw away, okay, they would have gotten uh, 80, 70% of uh, that is 120, about $80,000 instead of $20,000. That's a little bit of a difference. That's a big difference. People have to, and people talk, no, this stuff isn't me. They don't know about the stuff that's in the basement. We went, did a house this week. That I, I don't know if I mentioned this last week. We found two lotuses in the garage. Mm-hmm. Not 19, like cars. Cars, yeah, yeah, not flowers. A 1960, like those muscle cars, if you have a, like a 1970 boss, a Mustang boss in nice shape, they're worth a lot of money. Some are like $100,000 for those old muscle cars. And they're the cars you people have in the garages they haven't driven in 35 years. These Lotuses hadn't been driven in 37 years. Not, they went 39,000 miles on one, and that was it. Fiberglass body. But they were sitting in this in this garage all this time. People have this stuff, and this is what we how we help people out. Okay, now the other thing is, uh, I got I, that comic thing really got me as well. The, and, uh, okay, that's fine. Can let me give me one second. Is sure. That okay with you? You want to only keep ranting off a no, comic no, thing not... or a house deal or something out there? Okay. Um, <clears throat> if you do want to call on the show and let let the listeners talk instead of you for once. I want to hear the story. Okay. Of course, right. you want to hear the story if you let them talk. Um, if you have anything like, you know, if you have albums, you know, any, any old sports programs, dishes, cups and saucers, like, you know, they can, you just spoke about cups and saucers. So I'm sure some people will call in about those. We have uh, whatever you have. If you have art, if you saw it, signs, old comics, video games, furniture, old toys, pottery, silver, gold, we're interested in it all. If you want to call in about it, we are talking about it. We are giving the live appraisals for it right now. We are down here at the Zoomerplex on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. If you do want to call us the next about 45 minutes, we're still live. The number is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416 416- 
360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And we'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. This show is all about stuff. It can be your stuff. It can be our stuff. It can be anyone's stuff. It can be getting stuff, rid of stuff, anything. It's stuff. And we can sell it. We can buy it. We can consign it. We can give you advice on it. We can tell you what to do with it. We can tell you what to do with it. You know, it's we're a one-stop shop when it comes to antiques, stuff. You know, uh, stamps, coins, lawn furniture, anything that you have out there, we're the, we're, we're the guys. We're the guys mm. for it. Uh, also, um, I failed to mention a couple times that we do also have a store. It's in Richmond Hill. It's at 10,341 Young Street. It's on Young Street, north of Major McKenzie. And it, we're unit number two. If you do want to visit us, we're there Monday to Saturday. And uh, the number to the store is not the number now. The number of the store, if you want to call us, is 905 737 Four six five three. Now I know there's a lot of numbers, a lot of information, but if you want to call it now, the number of the, our radio show for the next forty minutes is about is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That's the number you want to focus on right now. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. We're gonna get to the the caller uh, Janet in Orano. Hello. Hi, Janet. Hi. Uh, you're mentioning Paragon. I yes. have a Paragon. It's mm-hmm. uh, blue and red cornflowers. Okay. And there's a number on the cup and saucer, X17. But what does the inside the bowl look like? What we want, the Paragon made two kind of different kinds of shapes. One was kind of up and down, kept your tea warm. Oh, well, no, no, t- it's cup and saucer. Yeah, cup and saucer. One right. one widens out. It's right. like That's so that you see what they're displaying is the inside the bowl. And the more you want to have the most flour inside the bowl, you want to have a great big like a cabbage rose or something like that inside. Um, I mean, they've sold as high as twenty five hundred dollars, and this is why between gold and cups and saucers and uh, the albums, I mean, more people are throwing away that in garage sales. I mean, this is garage sale season, and I almost feel bad if I go up in uh, for what some people have they're selling it at. Like no, right? Because um, they'll. I go to a house and I try and help and they'll have the Royal Daltons that they paid $300 for. And I say they're going for $30, $40 an hour or 65. They're not worthless, but they're worth less than they used to be, but they still do sell, but there's just less people buying them. And because a lot of people are, uh, are downsizing, what's happening is there's a lot of these Royal Daltons on there. So if they don't buy it from me, they're, they can go up the street and buy one. There's lots of competition here. Yeah, we have lots of those. Uh, yeah. No, I was wondering about, 
any of the other ones, the Nippon, Nissan, or Occupied Japan? No, no, we put those, okay, the Occupied Japan, like I said, Occupied Japan uh, was collectible at one time because it was yeah. from uh, Japan after the war. Um, the Americans didn't want to, because of Japan uh, in the war, they didn't want to buy stuff from Japan. So what they used to have to mark the stuff was marked with Occupied Japan. It was occupied by the Americans from about 1945 to about 1951, I think. So, and then what they did was it created hard cash. So they would got the people of Japan working, you know, decorating China and stuff like that. And anything that was made in Occupied Japan was accepted in the United States at that time. Okay. Okay. That's how you can date it. Like, so it's not necessarily worth anything then. It used to be, but right. most occupied Japan is worth you know five and ten and fifteen dollars. Okay. The yeah, reason I'm saying these other ones, yeah, these other ones are a whole different flower in it. Yeah, no, these all the okay. the ones I'm talking about with the uh, Ainsley and um, Paragon okay. are going for a hundred, two hundred, five hundred, twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's so enough to change your life for the morning. Pardon. <laughs> That's what I'd like to know what this one was worth. Yeah. Now, is there a lot of white inside it? Do you see any white? There's like four flowers on one side, two on the other. There is white, and yeah. it seems to be all intact on the outside. No, what we want is lots of gold, lots of like a cobalt or a maroon or a green background. Uh-huh. And I'm only dwelling on this because I know that 90% of our listeners out there have these cups and saucers in their curio cabinets because when they got married in 1960 or 1955 or 1965, you had bridal showers and everyone brought cups and saucers to those bridal showers. And some of those ones that they used to buy for $4.99 are now selling for $500. Okay. So I know these are out there and people don't think about, they think about the painting on the wall. They think about the rug they paid 2000 for, or they think about their, their, uh, uh, Diamond Suite, they paid 15000 for, which I can't get $100 for today in today's market. Okay? Mm-hmm. But the cups and saucers, the gold, the silver, the costume jewelry. A person brought in, we did a house yesterday, and they had a lot of costume jewelry. They went through it, and they thought they'd pulled out all the gold. Well, we pulled out $3,000 worth of more gold out of their costume jewelry that they didn't think. One out of every three sets of costume jewelry that comes into my ha- into our store usually has either gold or silver in it. Right. So we are the experts on this, and we're not out to take advantage of it. We're trying to be transparent. The more money you make, the more we make. So we try and tell you, this is your gold, this is your costume jewelry, and some of it, we've sold costume jewelry up to $10,000. Some of it actually sells if it's got proper names on it. If it's what, it's what we call signed, like Sherman jewelry. And I know there's a lot of ladies out there, if I talk about Sherman jewelry, they, in 1960, that was a week's pay to get a brooch and a... Uh, a necklace and, and, and the earrings. But, you know, if you got in, if you just got in clear glass, clear crystals is worth maybe $50. The better the colors are reds and deep blues and stuff like that. Okay. okay. This is the costume jewelry. The clear doesn't go as well, but your deep colors will. Or other signed costume jewelry. It's usually signed on the back. There'll be a little mark or something like that. And we will go through it if people bring it into our place. Because there's some of these other people, you've seen these guys that say, oh, yeah, buy this and buy that and buy this. They're not going to, you want to get the fair price for it. Get, bring it to us, we'll give you a price. And if you want to get a second opinion, go anywhere else. I guarantee right. you'll be back. So you're going to be All paying right. some gas, okay? We'll let you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Okay. Well, so, yeah, a lot of people don't understand sometimes what the value could be on these things, which yes. is unfortunate. Or like they'll be told the wrong price from somebody that's trying to buy it off of them. Oh, 
So, oh, get this. Oh, no, no. I'm going to just talk to me about this. There is a dealer downtown. I swear to God, this is what they say. Send us, you ask me, say, I've got such and such. They say, send us pictures and then tell us what you want for it and we'll say yes or no. If you sell to that person, you have to be out of your tree. Okay. Because if it's too low a price, they'll say, Oh, if you've got a $500 rhyme, you want $20 for it. They're going to say, Oh, yeah, I'll buy that. We actually will give you the prices and stuff we don't know because we don't know everything, but we know people who do. We can put on consignment. If you got the whole world bidding on your item, you will get the high price for it. So essentially, the person makes up their own price. And if it's desirable, you they know, buy it. I could, when I heard this the first time, I actually couldn't believe it. I says, an antique dealer tells you to send a picture to them and then say what you want for it. And then they'll say yes or no. They don't do appraisals. You would have to be out of your tree to sell to this person. Literally. And right. I, and I've heard they do this. And I said, what? I mean, what's the sense that, that when a person like that, you have to get a second opinion. Yeah. Like if you're considering doing that or you're talking to that guy right now or wh- whoever it is, it's a, it's a, it's a lady who does it. She's they've got an antique shop. And, and but the idea that we're working, sometimes I'm ashamed of the other people in our industry that, I mean, you like, we we're allowed to make money, but we're not allowed to uh, retire on any one deal. That's the best way to put it, okay? So when something like that happens, they say, because you're working for a situation of, if someone says, well, I mean, would you sell, here, I got a diamond, and, uh, and it's a one-carat diamond. I think I want, my husband paid $40 for it in 1910. I'd like to get 50. I want to make some money on it, you know? Of course, then the person who says you send a picture like that and is going to say, yes, you should always get these things appraised. Yeah, that's- It's like the lady who sold $300 Face of silver for three hundred dollars instead of getting three thousand. So that's why this is wrong. I'm just I'm just wrong with this. No, you're I mean, not wrong with this. They are wrong with. They're this. wrong with this. Now, if, well, if you like, if if you're in that situation and like you're you're typing an email out or you're about to send that image, like it's always good to get someone else's view on it. If it's yes. not if it, if it's not us, somebody else, like you know, uh, a friend, a family member, you know, whatever. But like. Before you just kind of run to that decision and make, make something like that, you know, it's always better to get a second opinion. Well, not all family members are smart. No, but I'm saying if it doesn't matter. It might be like, well, you know, why don't you check it out with somebody else? Or like if yeah. you want to call into that radio show on Sunday for, uh, you know, Consignment Heroes. Oh, their, their show, their number is 416-360-0740. They're actually live right now. Oh. So if you want to call in, uh, they're actually taking your phone calls. All about stuff. Now that was smooth. So, yeah, that and was then smooth. If, okay. if you didn't get the number that first time, the number again is 416 360 0740. The toll free number is 1 866 740 4740. Because I know that some people don't aren't necessarily educated on stuff like that. And yeah, but no, when I heard this, this was almost bad because it's like we're operating, we're allowed to make money. And that's why, you know something, that's kind of the basis with the consignment. If I don't know, so because someone will bring cups and saucers, a lady this week I knew was a good one, but I don't know if it's going to go for 100 200 300 because it's very hard to tell with these. So I said, put on consignment. The more you make, the more I make. I'm okay with this. You know something? But someone says, I'll only buy it if your price is so cheap that I can't help. I'll sell it to another dealer or something like that. That's wrong. And people have nice stuff in their houses. And we're... And we, you should expect when you bring a person into your home that they give you some idea. I mean, they give you some knowledge as well of what the item is worth. 
Okay, well, and I, you know, some someone asked me, "What am I buying for?" And then I'll say, "Here's," a, and I'll even tell you what I'm selling it for. I'm allowed to make money. Sometimes I have to. I'll buy something for fifty dollars and sell for one twenty because it's not going to sell so fast. With gold and silver, you buy it. It's like we're. I'm, should I give the gold and silver prices out? No, no, no. Save that for later. We have calls to get to. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go to Joe in Mississauga. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. How we doing? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Enjoy your show. Thank nice. you. What do you got? I was donated, um, say, about uh, 1980, 83, 85, a box of uh, penthouse magazines. Uh-oh. <laughs> Worth anything? They do sell, but they, they, they're, you can't, they're very expensive to ship. But an auction, a stack a foot high, will get ten, fifteen dollars, and we well, mainly good, do eh? it if we get it with another house of stuff. Now, if you've got Playboys before nineteen sixty one, and that's like the first Playboy recently sold for one sold for five thousand dollars. Now, yeah, no, this Maryland's on the cover. Now, this one here, this is where you kind of need us. What we would do is get it graded and certified, and then you get the money or. You can get with somebody come into your house and offer you twenty bucks for it. And again, I go back to that age-old question: Would you rather get seventy percent of five thousand or a hundred percent of ten? You know what I mean, right? And you got to go with the the large. Most people go with the larger number, but we sometimes that's what we have to do. Okay, now, but your Playboys and penthouses are later, and the internet has killed the internet that not that market. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, when I go to Lynn in Brampton. Hey, Lynn. Hi. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. I had a couple of items when my mom passed away 15 years ago. I uh, inherited them, and they're sitting in my basement. Okay. Um, and I have no use for them, but I, I you know, I, I clearly don't want to get rid of them just, you know, to give them away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, no, you're I not have... alone in that. Don't feel bad about that. Why? Okay. No, no, because somebody, it's um, some are afraid to make money on the stuff, yeah. you know. Well, I have I have um, two pewter horses. Okay. Um, I'd say they're about maybe twelve to sixteen inches each. Marley horses, like they're a horse with a guy with uh, the horse is raising up and his dog in yeah. front of it goes in front of a fireplace. What they would be worth. I know they're. I, I do know this that they're over a hundred years old, and that they came from England. Okay. They mightn't be pewter. Well, they they might be a spelter. Pewter. It might be a white metal. Okay. Better if they're bronze or brass. Uh, I'd have to see them. They generally sell because people like that look. Um, in, between seventy-five and one hundred and twenty-five dollars. That's it, eh? Uh, sorry, I have, well, wait a minute. I'm, I'm giving you a general. Yours might be much nicer, but no, you said, they're, they're not. They're in pretty rough shape. Well, that goes against them because people yeah. want to buy them. If someone's going to give you a bill in perfect condition, right. wants something that's in yeah. good condition too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you might have other items that that sometimes it's – and this is why I say I go into a house and sometimes the things that they think are worth money, and it's no disrespect, but times have changed. Like someone will have all this stuff out and they'll have an Atari video game from 1986, and I'll say, here, this is worth $1,000, and everything – all your Royal Daltons on this table is worth 250 Really? Okay, and then no, but I have I have one other item, yep. which perhaps I might have to send a picture to you. You can do that. Um, in the fifties, my father acquired a table which I've never seen before in my life. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it, I don't know whether he made it into a coffee table or 
it was a coffee table, okay? It is hand-carved wood. It, it is a scene of a complete town. Black Forest. Very dark wood? Uh, yes. Send me a picture, but I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I'd like to see the picture of it. Um, and it'll always been. Some people did alter them. Altering them is not good, but it might have been made that size. And you can send a picture off to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Okay. And if you send me a picture, I'll get, and when you do that, give a phone number and the size. Yeah, it's, it's fairly big. No, no, fairly big is not an inch. Last time I went to the bank, I said, I'm giving you a lot of money. And the, <laughs> and the teller looked at me and said, yeah, Paul, but how much is a lot? Like, I've no. never seen a table like this. And everyone who used to come into my, my dad's home said, my God, where did you get that thing? Mm-hmm. Well, there's two ways of saying, my God, where'd you get that? Oh, my no, no, God, I mean, where'd you get that? It. They loved, I mean, I don't love it. Okay. But, but, but first... I, I thought it was a value, so it was one of those choices I made between my sisters. <laughs> ah, the uninformed choice. You had a choice between a brick of gold and this table. Okay, I'm going to see what happens. Send me a picture, and let's hope I can get some money for you, okay? Okay, sounds great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks okay. for the call. We're going to go to Bruce in Etobicoke. Hey, Bruce. Bruce. Hi, hi, Paul and Bogart. How's it going? Isn't, it, isn't Bruce a great, I mean, isn't Etobicoke a great place <laughs> to live? Bruce a good it's person. It's great, Paul. Thanks. How, how can we help you? And I think you, you live there, don't you? Yeah, I don't admit to that, but okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I got a coloring book. I, I used to work for AJ's, a guy that you know of, mm-hmm. um, part-time for about nine years. And uh, I uh, got a coloring book, 1965 Toronto Maple Leafs. And um, it's, ne- it's it's been conditioned. It's never been colored in. And a friend wants to buy it off me. And um, I he asked me how much do I want for it. And I I said to him, Well, I'll give you a call, but I, I'd say around a hundred dollars. What what would you say? Wow, I haven't. You don't is it now? Is it um, uh, inside? Has it been colored? That's never. No, it's, it's, I couldn't believe the condition. It's like it was never touched. I haven't seen. Now, who's on the cover of this one? Also, sometimes depends who's on the cover. The entire 1965 Toronto Maple Leaf team, the team picture, and then on the back, it's, I think it's got Bauer, Horton, Keon, and Mahavlij, like a circle picture of them. The Leafs did not win the cup that year. They won three years prior to that. And the year, and the year, yeah. Yeah, three years straight, and then they didn't get it in 65. See, what happens on some of these, they might have been expecting more business if they'd won. And they might have made, there might have been an overage on them. Now, there seems to be a bunch of these out there. Right. Um, they're probably between 30 and $75. Uh, somebody, you can ask, if you're getting a hundred, yeah. take the money and run. Okay. Unless it's signed inside by Terry Sawchuk or something like that. Well, Paul, what they had is like, like Terry Sawchuk's picture is in there because he was a, a player of the Leafs back then. But yeah. like, say they'd have Terry Sawchuk, his picture, like, and, and no, but the, I'm talking about signatures. I'm talking his autograph, and it's a facsimile. His autograph, yeah. and and then his name printed, and then the next page is Terry Sawchuk in action, and every player after that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm familiar with the book, yeah. but I'm just saying that if you're getting that, the only thing a lot of people like yesterday, I went to a someone's place and they had a lot of autographs, and I should say this, and I want to make sure that people listen when I talk about autographs. Um, some dealers will say, oh, it's made out to, uh, to John. And, um, that means the autograph's not worth as much. If it's on a cut, you can just cut to John off of it. And right. it's still worth about 80% of the value. 
Right. Um, so it doesn't really matter. Some people think it diminishes it right away on cut signatures. But on these here, like I said, I think they made a lot of these. There's a bunch of them on sale. Uh, they're not selling so quick. And um, we might all be waiting for the Maple Leafs to win the uh, Stanley Cup again. Yes. Could be a while. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. The Raptors won it, so I think now the pressure's on the Leafs to win it. Well, that's true. Yeah, right. But, okay. You're you're an optimist, sir. Okay. Okay, uh, so yeah, am I. I'm a Leaf thing, fan, um, too. Paul, yeah. um, I, I know you can answer this one in your yep. sleep. Well, you, I've seen you at the big show before. Now, there's yep. a guy there, Len Potty of Platinum. I yep. bought a, a Bobby or PSA 4 uh, rookie card off him. And um, I'd like to get a five. I haven't talked to Len since the last show, but I just wondered, what would a PSA five? Um, we just sold a six for ten thousand. People heard usually about ask that. people. A five's probably going to be worth about six thousand, seven thousand Canadian. Six to seven thousand Canadian. And you can sell your four right away. So, uh, but I would make sure I bought sold. I bought my five before I sold my six. Right, because the I price bought can... the four off of Len for. Um, $4,300. Wow. Is that good or bad? Uh, Len's a good guy, but um, it's, or it just sells. And you know what the problem is? The people who have or rookies just don't want to sell them right away. Right. You know, but no, that's fair. But it's like, you didn't get a deal. No. You know, you didn't make a deal. I'm always, I don't, I don't, I hate paying retail for anything. I'm just cheap. Okay. Right. Well, Len wouldn't go down to anybody. I know, I know, but his stuff is right. I mean, I, I like the guy, but he is—he um, gets full money for his stuff. Yeah, okay. Well, they, a lot of them do there. Um, yeah, Paul, like some of the prices at that show, they must think people are stupid, and then you'll you'll make them an offer, and then they'll take it. But they want—they want to see if you're not going to do anything. You're just going to pay what they're asking. Some of them. I know, I know. But that's bargaining. And then after we come back from the break, I'm going to have a story about my daughter bargaining. Oh, great. Thanks, Bruce, for the call. Um, if you do want to call us, we are still taking phone calls for the next about 10, 15 minutes. We do have people in line, but if you do want to call in and get in line, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 Four seven four zero, and more your calls after the break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're here live down here at the Superplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff, what? You're going to talk about your younger sister. 
What? I don't have a younger sister. No, your older sister. Oh, I I'm have confused. two of those. Okay, God, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting old. You'll, when you get my age, you'll know. They're your kids. I know. I know. But my younger, your older sister, one time she went, we're at a toy show and she wanted to buy some Barbies. She's about six at the time. And uh, she wanted to buy three Barbies. And they were like $7 each. So I think I gave her $8. And I said, go get your Barbies. And um, because she was cute, she managed to get them. Okay. So and but this is, I have to get. Yeah, I don't guys, get the point of the story. Well, no, no, no. The point of the story is she learned how to bargain at that age. So, but that night when she gets home, she's crying to my wife. She says, mommy, mommy, daddy made me bargain today. And she was mad that I just made her just go. I says, if you want the Barbies, here's the money. That's all I'm giving you. Go get your Barbies. Okay. Now, the moral of this story is to this day, your sister Shannon is a ferocious bargainer. She is, I don't think she pays retail for anything. She, after that one day, she won't pay, like she wants the best deal. So I can't fault these people who want to get better deals sometimes. On the other hand, my wife pays full price for everything. That's yeah, a little bit weird. I know. But my daughter is, and because she learned that lesson, I taught you guys well. Do you ever pay for, do you ever bargain? I do bargain, but I still pay full prices for things. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to Jackie in St. Catharines. Hey, Jackie. Hi. Hi Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Uh, I have a cup, or excuse me, a cream and sugar that I inherited from my grandmother. Uh, she passed away in 1939, mm. <clears throat> and this was something uh, of hers. Uh, it's uh, Grim Wads Grim Winter. Grim Wades. Okay. Okay. Ivory, uh, and it's got a number stamped on it, four six two three. That's on the creamer. But what's and it? What's the What's the design look like? It looks like it's hand painted. You yeah. Can see the brush marks. Okay. Now, you know something? And I'm going to say this. A lot of people, and we'll get back to your cup of cream and sugar in a minute. Hand painted. The reason stuff is hand painted. People make a big deal. Oh, it's hand painted. Do you know why? Because it was less expensive for to employ people to hand paint China than to pay for the decals, <laughs> and that's why to this day that that's what the stuff hand painted. There was so much hand paint right out of Japan, out of Germany. Okay, but go ahead. Okay. So it's really a a navy blue, if you like navy blue, and it has all these flowers all over it: blue, orange, yellow. Okay, a chintz. I'm sorry. It's called a chintz. Oh. Yes. So okay. this was very popular about 1990. Okay, in that area. Um, it is your, what you've got there, the Grimwades did not make fine bone china. Like when I talk about your Ainsley and Paragon, Royal Dalton, uh, Minton, and those brands, they were mainly bone china. Your mm-hmm. Grimway, this is a soft paste. Okay? okay. It is not a bone china. So what happens is, is that a lot of it, it's softer, plus it crazes. You know, when crazing is when you see those little cracks in the, in the glaze. Okay. That comes from the, the item going expanding and shrinking with heat and stuff. And we've all seen it. We've seen it on plates. And if you end up putting water, sometimes you'll get staining on it. And we've all, I know about half the stuff out there, bone china very, very seldom crazes, but your stuff like your grim weights will, craze now this chintz going back to chintz 
was very, very popular. There was, a, I mean, they used to make things like breakfast sets, stacking teacups, teapots, and things like that. And some of these sold for several thousands of dollars when they were in, when they were in vogue. But now they sell for a lot less. Now it depends which pattern, a cup and a cream and sugar, uh, depending which pattern it is, would probably sell for about fifty, sixty dollars. What it would have sold for two hundred back then, okay? Because it was in vogue. It's chintz. You know, chintz is an all-over uh, flower pattern, okay? Right. But you'll see. Um, it was taken its place as this new craze in just cups and saucers, the bone cups and saucers made by Ainsley and Paragon, and people are taking the money they were going to spend on chintz, and now they're spending it on single cups and saucers for high tea. Or some kind of tea, anyway. But okay. um, it was it'll probably you can send me off a picture. I can get you exact. I'll, what I'll do is I can tell you what pattern it is because there are different patterns. Certain ones are more desirable. Like um, yeah, you had things like uh, summertime, and uh, some people collected whole sets of certain patterns. Okay, and because it was a soft the whole stamp is the rego number, and then it's got a nah. That won't help me. I need to see the pattern. Nope. I need to see the pattern. But what happens is because it's a soft paste, a lot of it didn't make it through. Uh, Bone china, even though it'll crack if you drop it, but it actually is more durable than this soft paste. This soft paste originally was sold as everyday wear, okay? Okay. And it was not meant to last 50 years as well. It was made in the 30s, 20s and 30s and 40s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's still nice. I know I probably you're going to keep this to remember your grandma. But well, if you send me. I was. It's never been used. So send, she passed away, like I said, in 1939. I don't yeah. know how long she had it. Yeah. Send me off a picture and I can ID it for you. How's that? Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Where? <laughs> Pardon? Where do I send it to? Oh, sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Sale at Toronto. Sales with an S. Sales at TorontoGoldSilver.com. TorontoGoldSilver.com. Other people are allowed to use that same uh, email I just gave out. You want to send oh, me letting, off pictures? you letting other people use it too? Yeah. That's nice of you. Okay, getting back to sales again. S-A-L-E-S? Yep. Okay. S-A-L-E-S. It. Yeah. It's not, not a sailboat sale. Sales. My producers give me the I can't you spell Paul? No. <laughs> Thank um, you. Thanks for Send off the picture and I'll ID it for you this week, okay? Uh we're gonna go to uh Debbie in Waterloo. Hi Debbie. Hi. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um I believe I may be calling about the exact same thing the woman uh before me called about I have a I have a tea set, it's got a black background. Yep. And it's um, it's probably a coffee scent because I have a cake plate, the coffee pot, six cups, six saucers, the cream and the sugar. It's black background. And then, of course, with the chintz pattern, it's in yellow and pink and pretty greens and trimmed in gold. And it's Royal Winton. Yep, Royal Winton and Grand. Yep, okay. And I believe the pattern of mine is Nantowich, I think. Oh, That's yeah, it. yeah. The black patterns were... Um... They were selling. They used to sell for more than the other colors because they were. They didn't make as many of them. It was a harder color, I think, to make, and uh, and didn't maybe didn't sell as well because you know, not many people want black china. Black, yeah. On um, and it will if you've got a full set, don't split it up. I'm gonna say this about it, like you wouldn't split up a set of lamps, um, but don't split it up. 
Um, if I can get you the price tomorrow, just now, sometimes you can find out the price of this. If you know the pattern name and you know what it is, you better see what it sells on eBay right now. Okay. I'm actually not really interested in selling it. I just, um, it belonged to my mother, bought it from my grandmother, probably in the forties. And, uh, my grandmother lived to be 101 and gave it to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll probably give it to my kids. So I'm really not. It would just be interesting to know what it was worth because I think at the time it was my mother just bought it for at a department store. I think it was just everyday dishes. No, do you know what the important thing you got to do now? Mm-hmm. Everything you just said there about how you the history of this piece, mm-hmm. you have to write it down so that you don't forget to tell whoever you give this pattern to. Right. No, no. I'm saying I'd like I it after the show every time. I don't have to do it during the show. But at uh, 12.01, I'd like them to go and pick an item out that they're going to hand down, not sell to us, or even if they're going to sell to us or want to do something, and write a bit of the story on it. And you know what's going to happen? When you do that, You're going to, a smile's going to come to your face when you think about the person that you had this, and a smile's going to come to your face when you think about who you're going to give it to. Yeah. And that means, and that's, I think that's a bit important. Because later on you might forget or something might happen and they're not, and they, if you don't write down this story, they're never going to know. And they might sell it in a garage sale for $3 and that will make, not make you mad, but because you, (laughs) but you understand (laughs) my point here. I'd like people for sometimes forget they know this now and they should be writing it down for their kids. Mm -hmm. You know, but print in big letters sometimes they might be able to do, they won't be able to know what cursive writing is. I don't think they even teach that in school anymore. That's right. They don't. But if you write down the story, especially if you're going to give it to somebody, and if you decide to sell or some kind of a sale, it might, if later on you want to sell something, you might forget, oh, this was this, and I want to hand this down. Right. Okay. The one thing that you did say was that this is prone to cracking, but crazy. that's been around for a lot of years. Like, there's not a single crack in it. Like, it's not. Well, this is good. No, no. But cracked. This... It's like really in mint condition. No, no, and this I is good. Think my grandmother used it. Yeah, you can't put hot and cold water. You can't. What it's susceptible for is if it goes to hot water really fast and goes cold. What'll okay. happen is the crazing. It's that is the uh, finish on it will right. end up having just tiny little cracks. Oh, okay. That's called crazing. But I okay. gotta go because we're running out of time before Thank we run out so of show much. here. But really make sure you write down that story, okay? I will. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Bye. You're really adamant about the story. Yes, the story. You know something? People are important. Stuff is not. We're in the stuff business, but people are important and what you do. And even the idea that I said earlier on the show, I says, let sell your house and go to the Great Wall of China or go to someplace. To go get more China? No, no, no. But <laughs> steal a brick. Uh, Take your grandkids. Still bricks too. No, you weren't listening. Uh, but you now you're gonna t- bring your experience. kids. You're going to bring your kids to teach them how to steal bricks now. No, oh, no. You, you, you're just just father of the year. Not only are you teaching them to steal, now you're teaching them to go bargain. And yes. you're basically raising them to be thieves. That's, that's Sorry, no, to, I'm not. But uh, the idea is to experience it. The kids, they, they want to know about grandpa. They want to know about their father and son. This time you couldn't help that you couldn't spend with your kids when you were working 19 hours a day to afford this house that you're in. Enjoy it, okay? Enjoy some of the time with your kids. Enjoy that. Enjoy it with your grandkids. Uh, what are we doing later on today? We're going to enjoy the day with, have a barbecue with you and the grandkids. I won't be doing any cooking. You'll be doing the cooking. Your mother's going to be doing the cleaning up. I'm going to enjoy the grandkids. You're we have enjoy one it. call. Do we, no, we're no. not going to get to it, are no. we? How do, we? how do we have time for that? We have like 10 seconds left. 
No, ten seconds. Are you new? Are you new to this show? Well, no, we have like thirty seconds. I want to thank. I want people to get a second opinion. I want people not to donate to people who have more money than they do, and I want people to know that the garbage man doesn't go around with a checkbook and give back again. Get a second opinion, or you can call our store nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. And thank you for listening on such a beautiful, beautiful day. And thank you, Moses, for letting us be on the air. Oh, the address. Because you didn't say the address. 10,341 10, Young Street on Young, just north of Major McKenzie. Just south of the beer store. Unit number two. We'll see you there. Thanks for joining us. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.